Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Got an opinion? Go ahead. Ask them. But only a few have an opinion informed by expert analysis and experience. It's called trust. It's why we're here. For you. Keep it here and get the edge. You're listening to Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Work. Welcome into our number two of the early line here on Sports Grid. A Tuesday morning edition. Kevin Walsh. And Donnie, right side, as always now, with week 13 in the books, we go straight to week 14 here. And what is almost assuredly, Donnie, set to be our game of the week, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Buffalo Bills, a game that would have easily been labeled a Super Bowl preview had Buffalo just won even last night. But the temperature on this, again, a little bit different Coming in, Tampa, a field goal favorite at home. The total is 52 and a half. What do you think when you see these opening lines here for week 14? The initial reaction is let me get a piece of the over, right? 52 and a half. You're playing in Florida. 60 60 degrees is anticipated at kickoff here. Winds around 10 miles an hour, no precipitation in the air. It's like, okay, that seems like it makes some sense here. We also have to keep in mind, these are two of the better defenses here lining up in the NFL. But the one interesting caveat here for the Buffalo Bills is they're not a running team. You know who stops the run better than just about everybody in the NFL? Yeah, you guessed it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if we're not looking from a perspective of Josh Allen to throw 25 times, it's can he approach 40-plus times passing, which usually means some very good things and bad things happening, four touchdown passes, two interceptions, some plays with his legs, and also from the opposite perspective on Tampa Bay. Look, Leonard Fournette has had a very good year, both running the football and receiving here, one of Tom Brady's favorite targets outside when he's just releasing into the flat. But also now you're looking at, is Antonio Brown coming back? Nope, he's suspended. So you're still going to have Godwin and Evans on the outside. And Rob Gronkowski has been absolutely sensational this year from the tight end position. But I don't want to get caught up because it looks too easy, Kevin. My early inclination is, yes, Tampa Bay should be installed as a three-point favorite favorite here they are at home the Buffalo Bills not playing the greatest football but the Bills actually match up pretty well here with this team offensively because again the way to attack the secondary the way to attack the the Buccaneers is through the secondary Mm -hmm. and Josh Allen can certainly do that with a big arm and not in bad rainy weather conditions with a lot of wind here so early inclinations here looking towards an over but also here probably towards the side of the Patriots excuse me getting tongue-tied here the (laughs) Buccaneers should be able to win this game, Kevin. Oh, hurts me to say I, that. I f- That's why I couldn't get it out. I, I think people are going to be looking to bet Buffalo here, DRS. That, that's my my read on it. We talk about it like they're a team with an ugly performance that people say, okay, it won't be that bad this week. I think people will say, you know, look, field goal game, worst case scenario, you'll push. I think Buffalo will be a pretty popular teaser team, which I'm not saying I disagree mm-hmm. with at all, but I think that's going to be the case there for the Buffalo Bills, especially if you play seven-point teasers, you get them to 10. We, You know, for those that follow us with the pick six, the tag team teaser, we use six-point teaser numbers. But again, even getting them at nine, I think will be interesting. The expectation of points is something I totally agree with because as Donnie has mentioned countless times, the Bills travel offensively better than seemingly at home because you uh, anticipate better conditions here overall. But this is one of those games, Donnie, where you don't only want to talk about the impact it'll have on the win-loss record for these teams or even it's it's the futures market impact that they'll have. And we talked a lot about what this will mean for the Buffalo Bills if they lose. Falling to 7-6, and six, 
updated odds to win, you know, their division, the conference, make the playoffs, the win total will all become really interesting and potential by low spots as the radio audience enters us here in the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wrightside, Tuesday morning action here, talking some Week 14 lines, Bucks Bills. But of course, Donnie, if Tampa wins this game, I think it cements a lot of the stuff that you've said this year about, hey, calm down on this team. Because I've been quick to react to some of their losses and bad performances and saying I've been unimpressed here. And if they win this game, it'll say, see, they're fine. No worries. A loss, though, here, Donnie, for a Bucks team that doesn't have a lot of big wins on the resume might be the final nail that pushes them off their, their status as the NFC favorites. Yeah, no, you're right about that. There's a lot riding on this game from both sides here, which is the importance of the game. You want to see a bounce-back performance from the Bills, but also you're looking towards the playoffs for Tampa Bay because you want to be at home, which is real. Tampa Bay plays well. Most teams in the mm-hmm. NFL play better at home than they do on the road. But when I look forward to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, let's just take this game out of the equation. When the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are healthy and playing at their best, I don't think there's another team out there in the NFL that can match them, and that's always the intrigue of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because when they're right, they're a really good football team. They certainly are. Also, Donnie, we talked yesterday about how Josh Allen had an opportunity in a two-game window to basically take the MVP. That opportunity was squandered, it feels like, against the New England Patriots. A great game here against the Bucs. It maybe makes it interesting, but I'm not sure he can make enough up. However, Tom Brady right now leads the NFL in yards and touchdowns. And if Tom Brady has a big game here, I think he flips to a minus money favorite in the, in the market. However, if he struggles, Donnie, against a very, very good Buffalo defense, and then Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night football dominates the Chicago Bears. By the way, last season, two games against the Bears, eight touchdown passes. Donnie, is Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night football at plus 550 maybe a little bit of a value? Yeah, it looks like he's climbing back into it here, Kevin, and you're right. Like, Tom Brady probably, if they win this game, probably swings to a minus money favorite. You're right, because there's not really much out there that you can bet against him, and coming down the stretch, they'll probably be the top overall seed. Interesting scenario here for us. A lot still up for grabs in that market. We'll see how, of course... It plays out, but there are a lot of big games here in week 14. We keep taking a look ahead after this quick break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on this Tuesday morning live on Sports Remember Four. We get some of those delightful breakdowns of these week 14 early lines. You have to make sure that you go and you follow us across all of our social media platforms. Now make sure you stop at the Kevin Walsh. Make sure you stop at 
right side VP, but then keep on going down the list at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV, at SportsGrid Radio. You got to get it all because that is how you stay up to date with the most important information and betting analysis that you need to get the winning edge and get the job done. Donnie, I mean, are you, are you letting the people know here the importance of following the grid on all social media platforms? It's absolutely very important to give everybody a follow here. But I got to say, between me and Ked, a little bit more me, a little bit less KW following-wise. I mean, that's the way it should go down out there. And the people know. They know. You know what, though? Let's be honest here. They, they do know. Donnie has about 10 times the amount of followers that I do. Thank goodness I was verified, though, before him. Because mm. most importantly, the Twitter knows. And, and that's really where it counts. Mm. Let's talk more week 14 here before Donnie replies. Monday night football next week, Donnie. The Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams. This is one that we have been waiting for. Another field goal spread. Another total above the 50 mark here. And another spot where I feel like people are going to be looking to back the dog. Maybe I'm maybe I'm off base here, DRS, but I think it is more likely we see Rams plus two and a half then Rams plus three and a half when we get to Monday. Yeah, it's interesting here because the ticket count here is probably going to be loaded up on Arizona because you see that short favorite at home. And what did you see before the t- these two teams played, which was an astounding blowout victory by the Arizona Cardinals. And now the Arizona Cardinals, after a couple weeks, hanging their hats on being the number one overall seed in the NFC while being injured. Now all of a sudden coming in healthy to this Monday night football game. And there's a little bit more question marks for me on the Rams. I think, yeah, the Rams beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, everybody does that here. But I was very impressed with Arizona going on the road in bad, windy weather conditions and and coming back after a couple weeks of having your star players, DeAndre Hopkins and also Kyler Murray, you know, and won an ankle injury, won a hamstring injury, getting back into the flow there and winning that. So now let's look forward to this game this week and what makes sense here. Of course, we just talked about the game previous. 52 points, Tampa Bay and Buffalo signed me up for the over because of good weather conditions. Well, you don't get many, very many weather conditions issues when you're playing in Arizona in a dome. I do think Arizona overall is the better team. And, Kevin, this comes up a lot when you try to take a look at college football to the professional ranks here. We just talked about a Pac-12 championship game where the teams played previously just a few weeks ago. And I said to myself, I don't want to outsmart myself here. I just saw Utah blow Oregon off the field. What is going to change? Absolutely nothing changed. They blew them off the field again. Now, you can't just equate and say, hey, same things happen each time. But if I'm looking from a matchup perspective here, to me – the Rams were a better football team beginning of the season because they were rolling on offense. They didn't have the injuries to worry about. And now you're taking a look at Arizona coming in again, which what should be a healthy football team here. Don't want to outsmart myself. Early in the week, I got to be looking towards the Cardinals here. The, the interesting thing with this Arizona team, Donnie, is all the praise that we've accurately given them for what they've done on the road. They have a losing record against the number at home. Only three and two straight up at home on the season and that game that you bring up against the Rams the first go-around is very important I think the Rams were coming off of a traditional letdown spot in that they just played the Bucks the week prior in what we felt was the NFC championship game preview not to say they looked past Arizona but the Cardinals certainly came in Donnie ready to roll and hit them early in that football game. But really, I think what cost the Rams in that game, Donnie, is what's cost the Rams all year, turnovers. If you look at it, in the opening of that game, within the first, you know, 20 minutes or so of action, they had two costly turnovers that set up touchdown drives for the Arizona Cardinals. And that has been, again, an issue for the Rams throughout this season. And this Cardinals team, as we saw against the Chicago Bears, have been opportunistic here. What's so interesting to me, though, Donnie, and what we've talked about with the Rams uh, this entire you know step of the way is if they win this game, they then are one back on Arizona and will have secured at least the split here in the regular season. Can the Los Angeles Rams actually get themselves back in the conversation for this division at a plus 850 price? It's a 
It's a difficult thing to do, but it's something to consider with, of course, this massive game coming up. Truly, though, so many big games this week. Another one, Donnie, in the AFC North, a team that I am saying is left for dead, and the Cleveland Browns comes off their bye and plays a Baltimore team that is coming off of a gut-wrenching loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cleveland is favored at home, but under the field goal this go-round at total 42 and a half. Doesn't get me very excited. What do you think about Browns Baltimore? Yeah, this this is a quite the interesting handicap because, again, we're talking about teams that just played each other and how you think they're going to rebound. Both of these teams were poor, and the Baltimore Ravens came away with a victory. Baltimore Ravens, again, were poor last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, took a loss, and now you're going to go on the road and play a division rival. And also keep in mind, Kevin, 40 degrees in Cleveland, windy conditions, estimated winds above 15 miles an hour to start that game. So you're probably not looking for a lot of high-wire acts in this one. And quite frankly, Lamar Jackson hasn't played good football over the last month, a month and a half. Are we expecting him just to snap out of it in the passing game to come around in windy, colder conditions? I don't think so, but he does have enough athletic ability to make plays with his legs. The question I have here is, I just wish I was getting a cleaner read here on the Cleveland Browns. Now, coming off their bye week, probably healthier on the offensive line, even though they lost Conklin for the rest of the year. Both of those running backs, you saw Kareem Hunt coming back off that calf injury. He should be much more in the mix here. And then also Donovan Peoples-Jones, Jarvis Landry had some ailments here. They should be fine in this game. I have to tell you, Mm -hmm. it looks like a cheap number here. And also the FanDuel Sportsbook, we opened up as a minus one point favorite here towards the Baltimore Ravens. That is now swung to two and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook in favor of Cleveland. 42 and a half seems about right here. It does seem extremely low, even though we we just saw that game end up, what, 16-10 to 10, and nobody really yeah. getting out of their own ways. Too many turnovers in this game. If they clean up the turnovers, they should get over 42.5. And, and also keep in mind, that secondary is so banged up here for the Baltimore Ravens that everything should be open to attack for Cleveland. It's just a matter of execution here. But I do like early in the week here leaning towards the Cleveland Browns at home under a field goal. The Browns are a team that you and I have disagreed on all year long. And or at least, I mean, preseason, I I understood the love, but I've been done with this team for about a month or so now. And I mentioned they're under eight and a half win total live, and that has to do with them losing this game. I think the wrong team is favored. I again, I don't think that group's going to go and hit the bye week, Donnie, and get healthy. Remember, Donnie, they gave out the report going into that Sunday night game, Baker Mayfield healthier he's going to use his athleticism the most he has all season long he had a one-yard scramble and came up hobbled and was geezing going back into the huddle I mean it's just not an offense that I'm going to trust here and Lamar's consistently owned Cleveland a five and one record against the Browns throughout his career they already beat this team this season and again like it, that's that's where you talk about the eye of the beholder. That week, you know, that Sunday night game, Donnie, where the Browns lost to the Baltimore Ravens. There's a lot of people who will tell you Browns should have won that game. Browns should have won that game. I'm on the other side. You lost by six when Lamar threw four interceptions. You're lucky that you were even within a touchdown if that's what the final result was in a game where Lamar was picked off four times. You're right, and, and that's the, some things you have to remind yourself because as much as you want to malign the Baltimore Ravens in that game and how poorly they mm-hmm. played, they won the game, and they covered the point spread here. So they know they can win. And even how ugly was the game in Pittsburgh, Kevin? A two-point yeah. conversion away from winning the game in Pittsburgh ugly as well, which mm-hmm. you said, hey, if this game's going to be ugly, why not Baltimore? They know, Kevin, how to win ugly. They absolutely do. We also talk about early teaser spots. Baltimore plus eight and a half jumps off the page right away. We'll talk a couple more early lines, and we'll also get you some college basketball looks here. Tuesday rolls on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Here on Sports Grid. We'll get you some college basketball. It'll bleed in the next segment. There's only three games on the NBA slate tonight. Three good ones. Excited for them. Lakers, Celtics, certainly it looks like the main event on that uh, slate there for you. We'll get you some college basketball as well. But I want to finish up with at least two more Week 14 games here, DRS, because they are Week 14. I don't. Maybe this is probably the nature of a you know growing season. We start to figure out who's who and what's what, so we understand the importance of these games. One game though that I thought we would look past. It would be a question of how much will Dallas win by. Not the case here. It, uh, Dallas versus the Washington Football Team. See again. I look. I like to be happy when I'm right. But boy, is DRS now this Washington comeback here. Four straight wins. I feel like Donnie has backed them all four times. They're a four-point home dog, 48 and a half. I'm entering this segment just hoping that Donnie thinks this is a bad spot for the football team against (laughs) Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys on extra rest off of Thursday night football. Donnie, what do you make here in this big NFC East showdown? Yeah, we'll see if Zeke comes into this game healthy. I guess the extra, you know, downtime here is going to help him and his ailing knee. Pollard certainly a capable running back. Also, the wide receivers coming back on injuries and also COVID. You should be healthy at that position here. So it does point to the football team or Washington football team struggling against the Dallas Cowboys, but not so fast here, Kevin. We're going to play on Sunday in D.C. The line opened up at the FanDuel Sportsbook at 5, and it's dropped to 4, and I agree with that. Also keep in mind that this one, rain in the forecast throughout the entire game is anticipated here as we take a look on a Tuesday for a Sunday game. I see both of these teams really struggling to crank it up here, but also that might be a product of Washington here, Kevin. One of those offenses that now is starting to lean on their young, talented running back, Antonio Gibson, getting healthier mm-hmm. at the wide receiver position, but it looks like they do lose Logan Thomas after just getting him back as one of those key cogs that would have helped you convert first downs on third and shorts, you know, third and fives over the middle. Mm-hmm. Heineke has been a pretty good quarterback here, but more importantly, an athletic quarterback. So if you're taking a look in a rain game, Game, Kevin, where weather conditions might be an issue. If that pass rush slows down for the Dallas Cowboys, Heineke can make some plays with his feet. Early in the week, I got to say, I'm going to continue to ride that Washington football team train here. If they're going to get four points, that's the way I lean early in the week here. It's truly heartbreaking. La- last week, I'm, I mean this, that game against Vegas was so difficult for me to break down because I knew Washington was the right side. And I'm actively rooting against this Washington team. And it goes beyond all the slander I've delivered this group on a weekly basis. But as a Birds fan who is trying to watch that team get into the postseason, it is a Washington group that could very well stand in front of them here. You look at the four points as well, and I I have to say, I, I agree with Donnie. I think there is still value on Washington. I don't think, and I could be off base here, but I don't think that's a number that says, oh, man, how are they starting to overrate this run the Washington football team is on? I don't know that Dallas is walking in on the road here laying seven and a half points. I don't think that's how the situation would have lined up. And you also mentioned this total now. Boy, have, have these teams been unders, unders, unders. Five of the last six games here for the Dallas Cowboys going under. Six of the last seven games here for the Washington football team going under. It'll be a fun game to break down. A very important one in the NFC race. Another game, Donnie, that we have to 
to bring up here, though, with massive implications for both the NFC and the AFC, and a game that perfectly describes why we do this early line segment here, because it is a, a real guess as to where this line will finish up. Right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook, the San Francisco 49ers are a one-point favorite on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, though, actually have a higher money line than the Niners. I mean, no, they, like even FanDuel right now doesn't know who the favorite in this game is. The total is 47 and a half. And again, Donnie, so many playoff implications here. A lot of playoff implications and a team coming in pretty banged up here in the San Francisco 49ers that even got more banged up in a loss versus the Seattle Seahawks over the weekend. So you're going to have back-to-back road games here, one on the West Coast, and you're going to fly to Cincinnati. But wasn't happy really particularly with Cincinnati the way they closed the game this past week against the Los Angeles Chargers. But having said that, it's pretty simple a handicap for me. If Debo Samuel is in the game and healthy for the 49ers, I think they win this game. If Debo Samuel is out again, which means you need Jimmy Garoppolo to go win you a football game on the road, which I didn't think he can do in Seattle, and he didn't. And now you're going to get a hungrier team, hopefully, for the Cincinnati Bengals rising up at home. But also Mm -hmm. keep in mind, you watched the game last week. The passing offense really shifted on the Cincinnati Bengals once Joe Burrow banged up his pinky finger on his throwing hand. We'll see if that is, you know, sort of during the week, if that's, you know, a limited practice, a sitting out practice, a resting up, or if you're just reading between the lines and, hey, look, we don't have any, Zach Taylor says, we don't have any issues here with Joe Barrow. He's going to have that full playbook that he's going to have open. But again, looking at this, if it was a healthy Debo Samuel, 49ers, if not, Bengals for me. Pretty simple. I think Cincy will finish up as your favorite here at home. That's my prediction, but I will be stunned if anybody got to a field goal number overall. I do not think you will see that in this game. I think there will be points in this game. That 47.5 feels like something that can grow throughout the week. The Niners right now have played five of their last seven to the over. The Bengals have played five of their last six to the over, and I early week think it is Cincinnati for me here we see this in the NBA all the time right Donnie team gets down 18 you know 14 to run and then all of a sudden the other team comes down hits two threes and you're back you're that you're back down 11 right I don't know if the math adds up there but you got the point here Cincinnati down 24 nothing 22 unanswered ran out of gas I think if they can put together a more complete game here against Cincinnati That's what I'm predicting for the Bengals going into week 14. Let's talk some college basketball here because college basketball is still continuing to deliver plenty of early season intrigue, even if it is only early season. And before we get straight to the lines for some of the interesting spots on today's board, I want to just bring up something quickly here. Not going to dive into it you know in depth right now because again the odds for the national championship will be ever-changing I would anticipate it is only December but Donnie over the weekend Gonzaga for those that maybe weren't watching lost to the Alabama Crimson Tide right now Gonzaga has two more losses this season than they had all of last year before Baylor beat them in the national championship. And yet Gonzaga continues to be priced at a plus 440 number to win the entire national championship. And for those that hang out with us on In Play Sports tonight will know I've chewed Donnie's ear off. Like It's like once a week. I'm like, Donnie, why won't they move Gonzaga's odds to win the national championship here? It is so interesting to me to see Donnie. This Gonzaga team clearly have enough to win a national championship. But also, I think it is fair to say, Donnie, they're not as good as they were last year. Not yet. Not yet. And that's a key indicator because where is that finished product going to be, Kevin, as we approach January, February, and into March Madness, the conference tournaments, and, of course, the field of 64. So if we're looking at Gonzaga, it doesn't surprise me at that plus 440 number because Dave Sharapan will agree with us and has told us there's a lot of bets in there in Gonzaga. You just can't take them too far down and say, okay, they're even up with Purdue at 7-1 to to win a championship because probably a lot more money will come in for Gonzaga at that point. They have the pedigree coach. They have the pedigree program now, and they 
have the pedigree players. So we're not looking at a finished product here as you try to get the assignments down and, you know, the rotations down for Mark Few Mm -hmm. and Gonzaga. But if you take a look here on December 7th, there's such a long way to go. By the time we anticipate heading towards March Madness in February and March, you think this is going to be a finished product for Gonzaga, and and I actually do. So them still being the favorite with all the bets coming on makes sense. Nothing is going to change my mind is what I see the silly season of November, December. You're just matching up. You can win. You can lose. You can move forward. Because the one thing I do know is once you head into Mm -hmm. the tournament, nobody's going to care who if you lost to Alabama four months ago at that point. And... It, it's correct that you, how you enter, Donnie, matters for everybody more than what you do in December, with maybe the exception of a Gonzaga. And, 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 and if only through perception. Because Gonzaga, unlike everybody else in the country, typically Donnie, plays their most important games in November and December. Let's be honest here. Their WCC tournament does not matter as much as that game in Vegas against UCLA or the game in Vegas against Duke. It it just doesn't. And that's why I've been so surprised to see them maintain this status because, Donnie, it is very unlikely still because they are still a very, very good team for them to struggle in WCC play. And as long as they roll then, Donnie, that means that this number probably never drops to 6-1. to which is where it was to open the season. And that, of course, is going to make a difference than when you're looking to bet into this market because if you out there agree with me that Gonzaga's odds should be you know, longer right now, then that means there's value on every single team booked behind them, which means there's value on every single team in the country right now. Purdue at 7-1, a Duke team that beat them at plus 750. But a Baylor Bears team that is off to a great start and are the reigning champions of all of college basketball. A Kentucky team at 22-1 whose only loss was game number one of the season on a neutral site to the Duke Blue Devils. A game they held a second half lead in. How about an Arizona team that's surprising people early and has been phenomenal and yet to lose a game so far and will be right in the mix in Pac-12 play. College basketball still many, many questions as we are early in December. We'll set up some of the biggest games on this college basketball slate as well as a full NBA breakdown after this quick break. Come right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on the early line. Let's go through some of these college basketball games, and then we'll, of course, get you your NBA breakdown. I want to start, Donnie, with Tennessee and Texas Tech because this is one of the two games taking place at at Madison Square Garden, the Jimmy V class right now. The interesting thing about this game, and I always love stuff like this, 13 versus an unranked 
Texas Tech team. But for those that bet college basketball, follow college basketball, very familiar with the Ken Palm rankings. And it's a good measure, even if, you know, people don't, some people don't like to take them as gospel. Some do. Again, it's a good measuring stick. Texas Tech, 19th in Ken Palm. So this does it. I can't say, Donnie, it's a matchup of two top 20 teams in the country, but it very well could be the Volunteers a four and a half point favorite on a neutral site. Yeah, I'm going to look towards Tennessee in this game. And some of these matchups here I think are very interesting. Now, granted, Texas Tech is a very good offensive rebounding team, but Tennessee, one of the more efficient defensive teams. But I think it's going to come down Mm -hmm. to the offense here of Tennessee versus Texas Tech. Now, take a look here of what we think makes the most sense in this game, right? It's almost like a matchup of styles that's going to take place here. Getting to the free throw line, Tennessee doesn't do very well as an offense. But look at the defense Mm -hmm. here for Texas Tech. They foul a ton on the defensive side of the ball. So, Technically, that's an advantage for Texas Tech. It says, hey, I foul a lot, but another team's not driving to the rim. Now, the reason they're not, Kevin, is three-point shooting here. Take a look at the Tennessee offense on the season. 83rd in the country coming in at about 36%. That's certainly good. Defending the three-point line here for Texas Tech, giving up about 35%. That's 257th in the country. But here's where the argument makes some sense here, where you think Tennessee is going to be able to beat them from beyond the arc. Of the offensive production here for Tennessee, 40% of their shots come from behind the arc at three-point range. That's good for 128th in the country. But you know what makes it very interesting here? Texas Texas Tech's defense will allow you to shoot the three-point shot, Kevin. Take a look at this. You know, roughly 360 teams or so in Division I college basketball. They are 333rd in the country in letting you shoot the three. Mm -hmm. 45% of the shots that Texas Tech gives, gives up is behind the arc. So if Tennessee is making their shots at volume, that should be the advantage in this game. Give me Tennessee in this one because they should be able to take advantage of the three-point line versus Texas Tech's defense. And that'll be interesting to follow with that total, 140 and a half. So far, Texas Tech's five of their seven games have gone over this season. It'll be a good game. You'll continue to learn a lot about these teams, especially Texas Tech, who really has only played one super noteworthy team, a road trip to Providence, lost as a two and a half point favorite by four. Close game, not a bad loss, but, you know, certainly would have put Texas Tech in a bigger light. Maybe they would have been inside that top 25 had they won that game against Providence. The other game taking place for the Jimmy V Classic, Donnie, Syracuse and Villanova. You, of course, see this Villanova team continuing to climb back up after their loss at UCLA. They are nearly a double-digit favorite against Cuse. The total here is 144.5. We have seen Syracuse play some very, very high-scoring games this season, but we also have a Villanova team that has entered playing four of their last five towards the under. Donnie, your thoughts on Villanova-Syracuse? Yeah, Villanova, very good and efficient offense here. And that's going to be the key to the game going against Syracuse matchup zone. The reason why we like it here, turnovers here for Villanova. Top 10 in the country at not turning the basketball over. And Syracuse with a defense that doesn't really work on pressure, but just trying to affect your shot. They don't force many turnovers. But here's where I like Villanova on offense versus that Syracuse matchup zone. Take a look at three-point shooting that we just talked about in the Texas Tech game. How about top 10 in the country at 42% for Villanova? How about defending it here in the country, a bottom team? 247th in the country Syracuse is. So again, inside the arc here, shooting about 50% inside for Villanova, defending inside the arc here for Syracuse, 268th in the country. Also take a look at a very good free throw shooting team here for the Villanova Wildcats. But again, when you talk about styles that make fights, and I just brought up the previous game where, you know, Tennessee should be able to shoot the three-point shot against Texas Tech. This one is almost three to four times better here, Kevin, towards a matchup for Villanova. Take a look at this in the country. 47% of the shots that Villanova takes currently in this season, Kevin, are from behind the arc. How about Syracuse? Mm. 355th in the nation at allowing you to shoot the three-point shot. Close to 50% of the shots that Syracuse gives up are from behind the arc. You should have a, and I wish you could bet three-point props here for Villanova and individual <laughs> players here because that's the direction I would go. Villanova should eat behind the three-point line. It's just a matter if those shots go down in a big environment here on a neutral site in Madison Square Garden. You you will know that Donnie is fully transitioned into a hoops man when he is sending out the 
three-point player props for college basketball. There are often props, though, for college basketball in the bigger games. Again, you're not getting the to make one, to make two, and and parlay, and they're very straight. Your points, rebounds, and assists you'll see for a lot of the key guys. The one thing I have seen in college basketball, because when we were getting into the tournament, I was fascinated by the props market. The thing with, with, of course, college basketball and the difference between the NBA is you will get totals that are sometimes, you know, what I mean, what are they, 80 points less in a college basketball game? And then if the college game, which happens plenty of times, goes 20 points under the total, there are legitimate games where you can sit there, they'll post eight guys, you bet the under on every single one of their point props, and you will come away with money made. I do think, though, there should be some props for this game, so keep that in mind. There's also a big game between Michigan and Nebraska in the Big Ten, as Michigan is going to need to get right in conference play. A seven and a half point favorite there, a total of 140 and a half. We've seen lower scoring games for the Wolverines. It'll be an interesting one to follow, but I want to get us over to the NBA because the NBA, of course, is delivering us a couple of big games here tonight. And we'll start, Donnie, with the big one, the late one, the Lakers and the Celtics, the Los Angeles Lakers, a favorite at the Staples Center, though they started to take the letters down. So do we, is it just nothing until it's officially the crypt? I don't know what the rules are for that. The total is 217 and a half. These teams have already met once this season, of course, already in Boston. The Celtics pulled away throughout the second half, won that game. Pretty high scoring affair, Donnie. Thoughts for Lakers Celts tonight? Yeah, it's, it's interesting that that line opens up here, Kevin, or excuse me, sits here at a minus three at the FanDuel Sportsbook because usually, you know, when you equate it to baseball and the Yankee tax that you typically have on New York Yankees games because everybody likes to bet the Yankees, it's the same way typically on the Los Angeles Lakers, but I think the line does look cheap here. So if we're oddsmen and looking into it, that means the Boston Celtics a legitimate chance to go into Staples Center, you know, Crypto.com Center and pull out a victory. But I'm on the ilk here not to, you know, sort of, Pat, the co-host here, which you are, Kevin, on the show, and maybe a little bit more the hosting for me, but saying that you are a Lakers fan. But I do think the Lakers are the better team tonight, and they should win. I had to throw that in there. I, man, I was like, oh, a compliment. Whoops, pulled that rug right out from underneath <laughs> me. Look, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. It actually does feel like a spot for the Lakers here tonight as you've got Boston now getting kind of into the, the middle of this road trip here, already played a game at Utah, a game at Portland. But the Lakers are a team that are nearly impossible to back against the number because they're so, so bad. And that's what's often the talking point there. So let me shift that away to the fact that they're the best over team in the entire NBA. And I know that like that doesn't make sense. But think about it with their totals, typically a little bit lower. They're hitting their overs at better than 62% this season. Four of their last five have gone over. And when they played Boston, there were 130, uh, 238 points in that game overall. Tonight's total, 217 and a half. Don't be shy to give that a look. And of course, if a game's going to be high scoring, all of your three-point player props become quite interesting. And one thing that you love is, of course, LeBron James always enters the conversation, interestingly enough, in the three-point player prop conversation. How about the Dallas Mavericks hosting the Brooklyn Nets as a four-point home underdog here? The Brooklyn Nets are a team that right now, Donnie, has been able to beat the bad teams and struggle against the good teams here. And I don't know which description the Dallas Mavericks exactly fit. We often kind of joke about the bet that I made for this team to make the play-in tournament, and what are you rooting for on a nightly basis? I think them being 500, Donnie, feels about right for my odds to have them between 7 and 10 in the West. Of course, a big question around this game, the health for the Mavs superstars. Yes, always. That's what we're going to be looking at in this game. But I got to tell you, you know, Brooklyn going on the road is a three and a half point favorite here at the FanDuel Sportsbook at 215 and a half. Sounds about right here. Let's also keep in mind Dallas Mavericks at home this year, six and five. But how about the Brooklyn Nets taking their show on the road, Kevin, at an eight and two clip? This is one of those games. And again, I guess you could mm-hmm. say all of these games since there's three games in the NBA, 730, 830 and 10 o'clock Eastern time starts here that we're going to be invested in. This is definitely one because, you know, some three point yeah. props in this game. You know, Kevin Durant to make one. Obviously, you have James 
Harden out here, but also Patty Mills, one of my favorite guys to bet here with Joe Harris not being in the lineup for the Nets. I think the Nets are the better team. Hard to bet against him, Kevin, right? You take like Kansas State, I don't want to bet against him. When you have the Nets on the court and they're healthy, with at least those big two here, I got to lean that direction. Brooklyn Nets for me tonight. I, I Look, this is a Nets team, Donnie, that you – you kind of have to follow their ebbs and flows very often, right? They're a group, though, coming off of a loss. And one thing that I followed all year with this group, they've not lost consecutive games. So we're, we're talking about, because you feel good then about them to close the door. It's can they cover that number. Dallas has been really bad against the, the spread at home this season. They've covered just three of their home games so far, Donnie. And in fact, they have only been able to uh, muster up one cover over their last five games right now. But again, the big question will be around Luka Doncic and Chris Stapps. Luka, questionable. Chris Stapps, probable. Very, very important pieces of the puzzle here for these teams right now in term you know and and that impacts all of your player props who can you really trust who's gonna you know is it is it a Jalen Brunson night all right well Doncic is back well Doncic is back can I play him for you know full expectation or might he end up injured same applies to a Chris Stapps Porzingis makes for an interesting one lovely enough to have enough time to bring up the final game on this NBA slate the New York Knicks and the San Antonio Spurs now you do have the Spurs on the second leg of a back-to-back the Spurs played yesterday against the Phoenix Suns in Phoenix as a seven-point dog got a cover did blow a lead as Phoenix is one to kind of hang around figure it out and eventually get through the door San Antonio Donnie now an underdog in their building to the New York Knicks Sounds about right here. And actually, you take a look at that loss to the Suns, which is no shame in that losing to the Suns on the road. But previous before that, four straight victories, one including the Warriors in that. Mm-hmm. So you're taking a look at try the aspects here and the Knicks and the Spurs. Some things that still scare me a little bit here from a Knicks perspective is the overall rotations and how they're going to factor into the game tonight. Spurs only four and six overall at home. And the Knicks going on the road eight, six and four. As you know me, one of the guys I like to square up and try to take a look at because no matter what rotation it is, Julius Randle is going to play a lot in this basketball game, maybe looking at that double-doubles market. But I have to say myself, I do look towards the Knicks in this game. If they're the favorite and we're just trying to read lines mm-hmm. at minus 2.5 on the road, they might be the side tonight. We'll see what some of those final you know, substitutions coming down the track and who's actually going to start the game tonight. But i got to tell you, yeah. Kevin, looking towards both New York teams tonight as they take, take on the uh, court. I think it makes sense. Look, the Spurs come in, covered five in a row, six of seven. But – this is the first time they've played a back-to-back since the first three games of the season. I don't know who built their schedule, but they were giving the Spurs their best chance. I think it's a tough spot for them tonight. I think you're on to something there. DRS, who will close out the early line after a quick break and keep it here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
segment of the day right here on the early line on the Sports Grid Network, SiriusXM Channel 159. Both myself, Donnie Wrightside, and Kevin Walsh carrying you through this morning to hand it off to Ben Stevens and the morning after. But as always before we do that, people, listen up. All right, we spent a lot of time talking about the New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills last night and the windy affair, and we'll see how it pertains to the rest of the NFL season. But I want to talk some college football, and we're going to listen up today on USC and Miami and why it's good for college football when the Titans are back in it. When we take a look at the Miami Hurricanes throughout the 80s and 90s, one of the more dominant programs in recent history, and always you had a team that you could root for and also root against. But obviously, seeing the 80s and 90s pass by Butch Davis, you know, with the resurgence there in the late 90s into the early 2000s, which led to a national championship, their fifth for the Miami Hurricanes in 2001 when they beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers. But since then, it's been downhill. Instead of playing in BCS championship games and making the Orange Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl and winning a championship in the Rose Bowl, it's a lot of the Russell Athletic Bowl, the Independence Bowl, the Sun Bowl, the Pinstripe Bowl, the Independence Bowl, the Cheez-It Bowl last year and the Sun Bowl this year. Mario Cristobal coming to town here with a 10-year, $80 million contract as one of the best recruiters in college football. Hopefully, they'll be back. But also, let's take a look at USC as well. Remember the Pete Carroll days every single year? Take a look at this run for Pete Carroll. Winning in the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl. That's not a broken record. That's how many times USC used to be in the Rose Bowl and playing for a national championship. And then you see the Sarkeesian years and the Lane Kiffin years and the Clay Helton years. It's time to get back to winning and Lincoln Riley's $100 million contract here from a private university here on the West Coast should get them back. College football is better when Miami is good and USC is good. Get the traditions back. Let's have a great next five years in college football. And you guys make sure you stay tuned here to the morning after with Ben Stevens right here on the Sports Grid Network over the next three hours for the early line. For Donnie Wright and Kevin Walsh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.